Welcome to Saturday Night Live. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Olivia. You can call me Liv. You can call me Olivia, whatever works for you. And tonight we are going to be talking about advice. So I was actually talking to my friend Maggie and she gave me this awesome idea to do a podcast about giving advice, like a Dear Sally sort of thing. Like, you know, those old like newspapers or magazines where you could write in and it would be like, Dear Sally, I want to break up with my boyfriend, but I don't know how, like can you give me advice on that? So my friend Maggie was like, you should do a podcast where people ask you questions and you give advice. And so I'm giving all the credit to you, Maggie. This was such a good idea. And I even had a couple of people reach out and say, who also have podcasts. And they were like, oh my God, this is a great idea for our podcast. So shout out to Maggie. And if anyone else wants to do this sort of episode, totally let me know because I want to listen to it. So if you liked this and you ended up doing a podcast like this, or if you liked this episode and you have something that you want to ask me, I can totally do a round two and give you some more advice. So let's just jump into it. I actually did not have very many people who really asked me for advice because it's probably kind of hard to know if I would even be good at giving advice. I actually like to think of myself as someone who is pretty good at giving advice. So there's that. I don't know. I think I'm a good listener and I like to like think of all the options around a situation and like all the possibilities of what could happen and blah, blah, blah. But I did have three people who reached out and gave me something to give them advice over. So thank you guys for that. I seriously appreciate it so much. So we're going to start with the first one. Um, I'm going to keep this anonymous because I said that I would on my Instagram. Also, if you guys don't follow me on Instagram, go follow me at Saturday Night Olivia on Instagram. And you could be asking me questions on my polls and things like that. And you could be featured on here or I'll keep you anonymous like I am today. But if you guys ever want to shout out, go follow me, send me a DM and we can talk. Okay. So the first question is from someone that I'm not going to say the name of because this is anonymous. I should give them names. I should be like, okay, this is, um, this is target shopper three, two, nine. And (laughs) wait, that kind of reminds me of Cinderella story, like nomad (laughs) throwback. Okay. Target shopper three, two, nine asks, what do I do? if a guy I've been dating for three months might be moving away. And this makes me sad because I actually met this guy and he was really nice. Um, okay. So what do you do if a guy you've been dating for three months might be moving away? Well, there are a couple of possibilities here. The first thing I'm, when I give advice, I like to put myself in the situation of the person. So in target shopper 329's situation, I would think about, is this a guy that I see a future with? Like, is this a guy that I think is like potentially my soulmate? Because if so, could you try long distance? Could you try moving where he's moving? But then again, she also said that she's only been dating him for three months. So that's probably a lot to ask him and of yourself to like move wherever he is going to end up moving. Honestly, if this was me, because I kind of have a little more insight into the situation, he's a really nice guy. He's only been here for a little bit. 
and you've only been dating him for three months, just enjoy your last moments together. I mean, have fun unless it's too heartbreaking to like keep dating, knowing that it might have to end soon. Like just enjoy your time together. I was literally talking about this with my boyfriend the other day because I was crying and I was like, what if I have to move back to Ohio someday? Or like, what if I want to move to California or, um, I don't know, like a state that I've Nashville, like just places that I've never lived that have always been intriguing to me. And he was like, then we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Like, let's just enjoy our time together. Now we don't need to know our whole plan for the future. And let's just like take it day by day or like moment by moment. And like, that took so much pressure off for me because in my mind, I was like, I need to know if you're the one like right now. And if we're getting married right now, or else I'm like leading you on and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, no, like we will figure it out along the way. We'll like, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Like right now we know that you're staying until May or the end of your lease. And then we'll see like what happens when we get there. And so that just made me feel so much better. And maybe target shopper 329 you could take that advice into this relationship you've been together for three months just keep dating keep hanging out keep having fun and see where it goes maybe he won't even move away you just said he might be moving away so maybe there's a chance he doesn't move away maybe there's a chance that before he even moves away like things won't work out maybe there's a chance that within the next few months that he's still here you guys will get even closer and you end up doing long distance but I think those are things you don't need to have planned out right now and in your mind kind of make a decision like okay if it's not going to hurt me too bad that he moves away and things will end soon then why not just keep dating keep hanging out keep having fun because you enjoy each other's company and there's no real reason to break up besides the fact that he might be moving away so I say just keep doing what you're doing girl you like him you're having fun with him he's sweet and I think that cross that bridge when you come to it, like when he's absolutely 100% moving away, then make a decision and talk with him about, okay, are we serious enough to want to like keep talking? Do we want to do long distance? Do we, but like, I think that's a conversation you guys can have amongst yourselves, but also if you kind of think to yourself, okay, is this guy my soulmate? Is he someone that I want to be with for the rest of my life? Is he someone that I can't picture my life without? Because in that case, like, maybe it is worth doing long distance but if you aren't feeling like that gut feeling of yes like i want to keep making this work no matter where we are in the world then maybe let him go and part ways and it's like that cheesy saying where if you are meant to be you'll find your way back to each other (laughs) i know it's so cliche but i kind of like that saying because it takes a little bit of the pressure off of like i need to make this work kind of like oh the universe will make it work for me (laughs) and it might be total bullshit but it always makes me feel better so that's my advice for you target shopper 329 i hope that helped you in some way and thank you for the question because i just always appreciate when people give me something to work with on this podcast because otherwise your girl has nothing to talk about so thank you i love you and i appreciate you next question is from someone i can't say the name of again okay he actually texted me the story because it was very good and juicy and there's a lot of tea involved so this is from we'll call him party boy 887 okay so party boy 887 sent me all the messages okay so i'm about to read you all of the tea from him okay he said Okay, he he sent me this last night when he was out. So 
I read this when I was out and a little bit tipsy and it made sense to me then, so I hope it makes sense to me now. He says, I'm not home yet, but this is basically what the story is. I can tell you more details if you need. So I have this coworker who is basically known as the worst performer in my department. He has a friend crush on me, so he's been inviting me to everything and wanting to hang out one-on-one. He has tricked me into hanging out with him once, but never since then. But he invites me to do something with him like every other week. He also has a very negative personality, so if I make the wrong move, he'll just complain about it to every fucking person in my department, but at the same time, being friends with him looks so bad on me because he's someone who wastes so much time during the day in the office, so I need help on how to friendly ghost him. I can tell you more details if you need, but this is basically the summary, and I think this is such a good story because it's kind of how to ghost someone but it's how to friend ghost and there's even more drama involved because this is someone that he works with and it's someone who nobody likes it sounds like at work because he doesn't do anything at work so okay i'm just gonna like summarize this a little bit more so it's a guy who has a friend crush on you invites you to hang out and he's tricked you into hanging out with him and invites you to do stuff with him like all the time but basically you don't like his personality no one at work really likes him And you're kind of wondering how to friendly ghost him. Okay. My first impression of this, or just like my first gut instinct when I read this, is that if you keep turning him down enough times, he may just stop asking eventually. Because that has happened to me so many fucking times in my life, I can't even tell you. Like, I'm just such a homebody... Okay, Party Boy 887 it has the opposite personality of me, but I'm just saying from my experience, I'm a homebody. I don't like to go out a lot, and I'm just like very comfortable in my bed, like staying in, watching movies. Like I don't really like to go out. So I end up turning a lot of people down when they ask me to go out or hang out with them or go do things. I, I always have a reason to not go, and eventually people just stop asking me, which is actually really sad because then it makes you not have a lot of friends, but... I'm saying in this case, it could work out for you because you want him to stop asking you to do things. So maybe if you just come up with BS excuses, turn him down enough times, he might just stop asking you eventually and like kind of take the hint. And I've never actually like turned people down on purpose. It's usually just because I don't like to go out and I like want to stay in and then they think that I don't want to hang out with them. So they stop asking me to hang out, but that could really work for you in this case. So I think that's my best advice I can give you I'm gonna like try to keep thinking of more things that you could do um I feel like it's kind of mean to like go around to people and tell them like oh I don't want to hang out with him and like have it eventually get back to him um and it's kind of mean to tell him like hey I just don't really like your personality so I don't really want to hang out with you so we can't really do that I mean I guess you could but like it's kind of mean I feel like the best option is to like keep giving him kind of bullshitty reasons why you can't hang out alone and then um oh my god this is like kind of hard give him bullshit reasons and maybe he'll just kind of take the hint like okay that's like obviously bullshit maybe this guy just doesn't want to hang out with me and he'll like move on or maybe he'll get fired and you'll never have to see him again and you can just actually ghost him um but it's really hard because if you're hanging out with him in a group setting and you obviously want to hang out with your other coworkers, like you're not going to skip going to those things. Like you're obviously going to hang out in those group settings. Kind of maybe act a little bit cold toward him. Don't text him back. And then like when you see him at work, sorry, I have the hiccups. Hold on. 
okay, maybe like don't text him back. And then when you see him at work, give him a little bit of the cold shoulder, you know, give him a little bit of, um, not like, not like radio silence, but you know what I mean? Just like one word answers, keep it short, keep it sweet. And maybe he'll kind of get the hint like, okay, maybe doesn't like me. Maybe you could start a little rumor around the office that you don't really like him. I don't know. That's kind of mean. I don't have the best advice for you, but I think the only thing that I can really think of is to do what I've done my whole life and give people BS reasons why you can't go out with him just because you don't want to go out with him. Not that that's what I've been doing my whole life, but you know what I mean. So give him bullshit reasons why you can't hang out and eventually he's just going to be like, okay, just doesn't want to hang out with me because obviously he can go out because, oh my God, wait, I just said your name. (laughs) I'll bleep that out. Obviously he can't hang out or doesn't want to hang out and hopefully he'll stop asking if he doesn't stop asking and it's been like a month of him asking you to hang out all the frick frack and time then you might have to confront him and I hate confrontation but maybe just you could even say something super nice like hey I just feel like we're not really compatible as friends and maybe it would be better if we like hang out with other people kind of like a a real breakup, but make it a friend breakup, you know, or maybe you could come up with a reason, just be like, sorry, like my girlfriend has a crush on you and I like can't even look you in the face or something stupid like that. I don't know. I'm just coming up with bullshit things now, but I would just start off with like slowly not texting him back, slowly coming up with BS reasons why you can't hang out, you know, fading away, friendly ghosting. When you see him at work, don't talk to him a lot give him a little bit of like one word answers, a little bit of a cold shoulder, because I know you party boy 887, you're super outgoing, super friendly, super nice. And you're like always wanting to go out, hang out with everyone. So I feel like you've probably been super nice and outgoing toward this guy. And he probably thinks that because of that, you want to be friends with him, but that's probably not the case. So maybe just start being a little colder than you usually are. And who knows, maybe he'll stop asking you to hang out. I hope that helped you in some way. I feel like I kind of just rambled and didn't make any sense, but thank you for the question, PartyBoy887. I will bleep out your name that I might have said a couple of times, (laughs) and yeah, thanks for submitting a question. Okay, the last question that I got is, I got a couple people like, this sounds so fun, I'll think of something to ask you, but then they didn't ask me anything, or like someone just said like, yes, I will ask you a question, and then like didn't ask me anything, but that's okay. Okay, So some, the last person said, I'm trying to think of something. How about how to decide where you want to live after college? This one is so good. And it, um, this is from painter girl, nine, nine, two. Thank you for the question. Painter girl, nine, nine, two. So I love this question because it kind of hits home for me. I couldn't decide what I wanted to do after college, much less where I wanted to live. So maybe the first thing that you could do is start off with figuring out what career or like path you want to pursue and then figure out an area of the world where you would fit in during like doing that career. You know what I mean? So like I thought about wanting to work in fashion or like beauty and I immediately knew that like New York City was a great place to pursue that. So that was a big reason why I wanted to move to New York and then I just applied for a ton of jobs here and eventually landed an internship and that's why I moved here and 
that's not actually what I ended up pursuing, but it got me to an awesome city with a ton of career opportunities. So I think that's also another thing that you could take into account when deciding where you want to live after college. Is it a place that has a lot of opportunities in case the job that you're going for doesn't work out? And I think that's really, really freaking important because I've known a lot of people who move to cities for a job, the job doesn't work out, and then they're stuck in a random ass city with nothing to do and no jobs that sound interesting. And that really sucks because sometimes you're in the middle of nowhere. You're only probably 22 years old. You don't have a lot of money and you have to get some random job because you signed a year lease and now you're stuck in this city that has nothing interesting for you to do. So I would also say if you're moving to your first city after college, make sure it's a big enough city where there are a lot of career opportunities. There are a lot of things that you would be interested in doing. And then obviously like the job that you're moving for, like the reason that you're moving, I think that's really important. Um, Also, I would take into account, do you know anyone there? I would at least make sure you have a few friends that you know. Um, I mean, obviously you don't have to. It's super brave to move to a city where you know literally zero people. But from my experience, I made friends through friends. And I just think that made me a lot less homesick. It made it a lot easier on me. And it just makes it feel a little more comfortable to move here and have a couple of people you could reach out to and say, hey, it's my first night in the city. Do you want to grab dinner? It's just really hard to move to a new city on your own. Ooh, I also think that if you are moving to a new city, it's great to get roommates. Um, I found my roommates literally online and they worked out great, but it's also great to have people that maybe you have mutual friends with or whatever that you live with. But I think that having roommates in a new city really helps because it at least forces you to have a few friends that you can be around all the time so you don't feel so lonely in a new city after college. I think that's so important, especially for me as a homebody. I think if I lived alone those first couple of years after college, I would have felt really lonely because I literally would have been alone all the time where living with people has kind of forced me to hang out with my roommates and we'll watch Bachelorette together and sit and talk for a while. You know what I mean? Like it's just a good way to have a couple of just easy friends that you live with but um let's think deciding where you want to live after college so like i said places that have career opportunities that you're interested in but also backup plans so you're not stuck in a random city um just city with a lot of opportunities and then i also just want to say if anyone out there has just been dying to like move to new york city or do something crazy and big and it's after college and you're nervous and you don't know what to do my best advice is to just jump in and go for it um it's kind of hard to move to a new city without a job i will say my parents wouldn't let me do that so my best advice is literally do exactly what i did apply 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 to a bunch of jobs in the city that you want to live in and then land one tell your parents we're moving find an apartment and then pursue that job for a little bit and then if you decide that that job's not what you want but it got you to the city that you want good for you you're in freaking wherever new york city like that's what i did and i was just so proud of myself and i found retail jobs i found babysitting jobs i've done freelance work like you can find things to do in cities that have enough opportunities but just make sure that it's a place that you really want to be and not just a place you're moving to for a random job um but go for it like that's my best advice i guess that's where i was going with that is to just go for it because 
you're 22, 23 years old. Like you're never going to be this young again. And why not live in a cool, fun city in your early 20s? Why not go for it and do something wild? What's the worst thing that happens? That's like my advice that I always have talked with, with my friend Maggie. We would always go to like, what's the worst case scenario? And if it's not death, then go for it. (laughs) I feel like if you're not going to die, then what's the harm? Like when I thought about moving to New York City, I was like, okay, what's the worst thing that happens? And I kind of came to the conclusion, I lose all my money and I have to move home or like I get fired. I have no job. I have no money. Have to find a sublease or move home. And like that is a hundred percent possible. And I mean, it didn't happen, but even in the worst case scenario, I could sell my furniture, get someone to lease my apartment, like sublease it from me, take over my lease and I could move home. Like just think about that when you're nervous about moving to a new city after college, sit down and really think to yourself, where do I want to be? What do I want to do? Who do I want to be around? Like what kind of vibe do I want? Because New York city is like a very different vibe from Chicago or Nashville or somewhere in Texas or California, you know? So think about like the kind of vibe you want. Think about the weather. Definitely consider the weather because New York has really shitty, um, winters, which really suck. But at the end of the day, just kind of think about once you decide on that place, really think about, is this somewhere I want to be? And if it, if you have the littlest inkling of wanting to go for it, I say just jump all in girl, because worst case, it doesn't work out and you move home. And that's not a bad thing at all. I know so many people that moved home from cities that they didn't like, or moved to a different city to try something new or found a job on the complete opposite side of the U S you know, like we never know where life is going to take us. But I think the best thing that we can do is just go for the ride because otherwise we're not really living our lives and I'm so freaking weird but I'm the kind of person that I have to go for it like I have to just keep trying new things because otherwise I just have like weird FOMO in life which is so funny because I'm actually I did a podcast episode about JOMO the joy of missing out and I really love when plans are canceled I can stay home like you know what I mean? Do self-care night, watch the bachelorette, like whatever. I like to just stay in, but in my life as a whole, I actually have a major FOMO. And I think if I was living at home in Ohio right now, all I could think about was like, dang, all I wanted to do was move to New York for my whole life. And I never did it. Or all I wanted to do was get out of Ohio and try something for one year. And I never did it. And I think my biggest fear is not living my life which is so funny because like a lot of nights I don't live my life. Like a lot of nights I stay home, but I think it's more of the concept of like living in New York, moving away from home, trying something new. So if you are deciding to move somewhere far away from home after college and you're nervous about it, just go for it and give yourself a time frame. That always helps me too, because I get so nervous with like, oh my God, like I'm going to be stuck at this thing forever. No, that's not true. You have control over your life. Like you get to decide what happens with it. So maybe put a time frame on it and be like, okay, I'm going to live in New York for one year. I am signing a one-year lease. I am not signing my life away to this place on wall street. Like I'm living here for 12 months and then I can decide if I want to move home, if I want to move to a new city, if I want to live in New York for another year. And that's exactly what I did. I played it lease by lease and that's what I've done so far. And 
it's not a bad thing. And it honestly makes it a lot less intimidating moving somewhere new. I hope that helped you. Thank you, Painter Girl 889 or whatever I called you. <laughs> um, thank you so much for the questions, you guys. It literally helps me so much because it just gives me stuff to talk about when I usually don't have things to talk about. I'm sorry if I gave you really shitty advice. I kind of just rambled here, but I love just sitting down, talking out situations, giving advice to random people, and just, you know, sitting down and chatting with you guys. So if you have any more questions or you want to hear another Dear Sally-esque kind of podcast, send me a DM, send me your ideas. I would love to hear them. And thanks for listening, guys. I will see you and talk to you next week. Bye!